G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. We've got our guest with us this morning, Brad Yay. Huddleston, is joining us hey. from the USA. Welcome, mate. Great hey. to have you with us. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you. Miss you so much. And yes. I warn you, uh, I have, you know, I've had phonetic training because I have a radio background, but I have been home for over a year now, so you might hear some twang that has crept <laughs> back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll try and work with the twang this morning, but uh, looking forward to having you with us for the next hour and answering your questions. So if you've got questions for Brad, particularly around uh, technology, and of course, Brad, you've authored uh, Digital mm-hmm. Cocaine, The Dark Side of Technology, some of the books and uh, DVDs that are in our store. Uh, so if you've got some questions about that, uh, and particularly, I guess, in relation to, uh, you know, maybe your kids have been doing homeschooling yes. or you've been working from home. And screens have obviously taken up a big part of our lives over the last 12 months. How does it impact us and our brain? Now, we haven't chatted to you in a little while. So how are you? I mean, you've obviously not been down under uh, in the last little while. So, you know, what have you been up to? Well, uh, you know, because of COVID, I've had to stay up and over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> haven't haven't been able to, to go anywhere except more recently domestic travel has opened up in yeah. ministry. But we've been staying at home like everyone else. Yeah. Um, up until about a, a month and a half ago, and and a lot has been going on over the internet. So I have spoken to schools and parent meetings in Australia. Oh, I wow. preached over the internet to to a church last Sunday or Sunday before last. Okay. Uh, awesome, yeah, a church in Queensland. And so we've done a lot of that. Uh, speaking to groups in South Africa and various places. Got one, I have one coming up uh, with Family First of Australia oh, and yep, New yep. Zealand's and Oceania. So I'll be doing a webinar for them. Lots of webinars. Because because of COVID. So I've been quite busy here in the studio. Uh, But look, I'm not meant to sit still. I miss (laughs) you guys so much. You have no idea how we've longed to get on. Even those long flights that we don't really like, I would love one right now. everyone wants one now. Yeah, that's right. We won't take them for granted again, that's for sure. It's ironic, isn't it? Leg room, exactly you've got right. no leg room, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Of course, uh, it, it helps that I'm about the size of a hobbit anyway, yeah, so uh, that doesn't worry me. Yeah, I'm always fine. It's my husband that has the yeah. problem, but that doesn't affect me. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, but look, thanks, guys. We, uh, we've stayed quite a bit in touch with, with Australia. I was just mentioning off mic to Robert that... We've uh, watched the news, of course, because our hearts are so invested in Australia after what, 20 years now of, of being down there, and our sh- trips there are not short. It's months at a time mm, we yeah. stay. So we've, we've, we've prayed with you guys quite extensively about the flooding that's happened mm. recently, and hearts just broken it to see what has happened there, but I see that things are on the mend anyway. Yep. But we've gotten a lot of our, our news because we've had, if, if you know anything about what's going on here, there's been an awful lot of people getting thrown off of YouTube. If you contradict the, what the tech companies deem as acceptable speech and all this sort of craziness. So we've just kind of gone around our own news. And, and for Beth and me, we watch Australia news, um, wow. news.com.au. And, and we've kept up you know, in touch with our friends as well. So thank God for the internet. I know we're going to talk about digital addiction, yeah. but, but yeah. um, we do thank God for this, this good side of it yeah. too. Yeah, and I guess that's the double-edged sword, isn't it? And we are taking your calls today. You can call through with a question for Brad on 1-800-316-316. But, we're, 
I guess, yeah, there are pros and cons, aren't there? I mean, it's not uh, yeah. all bad. I mean, there are some wonderful benefits that the internet brings us, but there are some dangers. There are things that, to be aware of, and there are, I guess, you know, repercussions to, you know, whether it be homeschooling or working from home, you know, you're obviously staring at a screen a lot more. I mean, we were talking the other day about Zoom fatigue, mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, people are just getting tired of the video conferences. Mm. So you've got those... You know, it's a bit of a juggle, isn't it, Brad, in some respects as to how to balance and, you know, I guess understand how to make it work for you, but not, you know, be its master, but not its slave, I guess. Well, the way I've described it, you know, and all along, I think I've had a lot of inquiry inquiries from people wanting to know how I feel because now everybody's forced to be online. My story is the same. I've never been against technology, and without sounding sounding braggadocious, I have a computer science degree, and I did not renounce it when I started studying all this neuroscience. Um, what what I, the way I describe it is pretty simple. When I get the complaints from the kids, especially saying, "Look, I have to know how to use technology in order to do my schoolwork, in order to get a job," I agree with that. But I tell them, "Look, if I were to grab your mobile." I would find educational stuff on there like Excel, PowerPoint, or Google Docs, but I would also find Fortnite, I would find Netflix, Google Classroom, Minecraft, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, pornography perhaps, and I'd find all that stuff mixed together. And if I were to divide out those things that are actually a good use, uh, I would just leave the educational stuff, and I have this little animation that I'll play where everything that gets us addicted is on the left, like TikTok and Instagram, pornography, video games. And on the right would be Google Classroom and Zoom. Nobody's ever come to me and said, Brad, pray for me. I'm so addicted to Zoom. I just can't <laughs> wait for my class. You know, that's been a great use <laughs> of the technology, and you've used the internet. Uh, but yeah. but as you say, there's Zoom, there's Zoom fatigue, but what they're not fatigued with would be the pornography the video games Mm. and social media and that has gone through the absolute roof so i have divided it out that way nobody is going to get addicted to this call and we'll make a podcast out of it but it can be very helpful but they'll listen to it and then that'll be about it but they will go right back where they left off on a video game and Mm. pick it up and the social media they'll just stay glued there so that if that makes sense that's the division the covid pandemic with everyone being forced online you'll find that people have not been paying a whole lot of attention to their work, uh, especially students. So there's this global push now to get kids back into the classroom as quickly as possible under the direction of a human being. Yeah, mm, good point. So true. Look, if you've got a question for Brad, you can call through on 1-800-316-316. Maybe some of those things that he's just said has sort of tri- uh, triggered a bit of a question. Uh, you can call through 1-800-316-316. And Heather's just yeah, Heather wandered from in our and vision store. given us a couple of little resources some, yeah, that we can to give, away <laughs> give you today. this morning. So we've got uh, Digital Cocaine on DVD there. Mm-hmm. And The Dark Side of Technology. Okay, so, so a couple well, of Brad's so. resources that we do have in our store. But uh, call through and we'll uh, randomly give a couple of those away today uh, when you call. With your questions for Brad Huddleston. I just call 1-800-316-316 with your question. Mornings are better with Robbo and Becky. This is Rise and Shine, Rise and Shine. on Vision. Brad Huddleston is with us from the USA talking about technology and mm-hmm. answering your questions. If you've got a question for Brad, we'd love you to call through this morning. Yep, you can give us a call on 1-800-316-316. And while you haven't been able to travel, you've been working on a new book, which we're very yeah. excited about, Brad. Yes, uh, thank you for letting me talk about this. Um, with As you can imagine with COVID, uh, the, the 
pornography usage, mm. the video game usage, social media usage has absolutely surged. Ironically, the schools, uh, the research, at least here in America, schools across the country are reporting that fewer than half of the students are participating in online learning. Wow. Uh, for example, the numbers in Philadelphia, only 61% of the students attended online classes and in Boston only 50% and that was the case here and I'm sure you know it's the internet so these stats typically are the same in Australia and different parts of the world but they're online and we know that because YouTube and Netflix were they were it was requested by the European Union that they scale back their video quality to make room for all of the people that it were swamping the the internet so mm. and, and that's because Netflix and YouTube you know takes up most of the bandwidth and so they did they complied with that so we know that they're online and and the research is in about the pornography as i mentioned that it's way up and the video gaming is just way up the problem is um it's now the the need for detox was was there in great need prior to the pandemic and now it's through the roof mm. so the timing of the book i can't help but believe it it was delayed because of covid that people's attention there for a while was just mm. on the the virus and they they were you know thinking that the internet i think people thought all right brad we got you now now you'll have to be quiet because we have no we have no choice but to be at home and be online so there's no no use in even talking about it of course that's not been the case now. Uh, I'm very, very busy doing a lot of media like this to talk about it because it's not worked out so well. Um, so the book is about digital detox. The title is Digital Rehab, subtitled Digital Detox and Beyond. So it's about detox and then how do you maintain that? And the basic premise is um, just like any other drug, when you look at the brain scans of people who have crossed over into digital addiction and you... Look at the brain scans of a cocaine addict and sometimes a heroin addict. The brain scans are nearly identical because addiction is addiction and you get addicted in the same area of the brain. So detox is very, very similar. Basically, you have to be separated from the drug. Mm -hmm. So we all understand that with cocaine. We all understand that with alcohol. But people, for some reason, think they can use words like balance and limit and say things like technology's neutral, it's how you use it, and get over the addiction. But the same as we're discovering in this digital detox book, the same methods apply. You cannot continue to do the drug and get over the drug addiction. There has to be a, a physical separation from it for an extended period of time. So with digital addiction, it's about, in the best case scenario, somewhere between four and six weeks. And during that time, you cannot have any screen time whatsoever, not even a little bit on Saturday for, you know, behaving yourself during the week. You can't have any television. I get that question a lot. It's the television's a screen. It's just a big one. Doesn't mm. fit in your pocket. And so a lot of the research um, that I've been doing is founded in science, of course. Uh, I've mentioned on this program quite a number of times, South Korea leads the way in digital detox. They have 400 digital detox centers. And they have a lot of other, uh, you know, doctors there that specialize in this, and they're doing all kinds of research on this. So, we're we're basing it in science. It's a very difficult message to get across. Some of the the disheartening things that I hear from parents is, well, I just don't have six weeks, four to six weeks, and I'll mm -hmm. say to them, look, with compassion, if your child had brain cancer, and the doctor said, if you'll give me six weeks, 
You'd Not only would it. they find six yeah. weeks, but they would find the money too. Yeah, that's right. Um, and and this is your child's brain here, and mm. the scans are conclusive, and there are no exceptions. I think, you know, I have a good friend in Mackay, Sergeant Nigel Dalton. I really miss doing our tours with him. He will tell you when we do ex- extensive speaking engagements the, he handles usually the cyber safety issues and I handle these brain issues with digital addiction and that's what we we co-speak together you we will both tell you the biggest problem we have is that most every parent that we speak to believes that their child is the exception to everything that we're talking yeah. about and so and we I don't say that to put parents down I, I mean look if you need sanity these days what do you do you hand them a phone I can certainly understand why the compassionate minister in me says hey look this is what's going on. Um, it's the equivalent of giving them drugs. I know that sounds harsh, but it's the truth. But the good news about the truth is uh, if you put your faith and your trust in Jesus, mm-hmm. the Lord says that you shall know the truth, but the truth shall make you free. Mm. And so usually when so, someone hits rock bottom with their social media or their video games, the pornography, then freedom becomes an option. It starts to look pretty good at that point. And facing the truth, which none of us like to do at times, becomes appealing. And I will just say, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's never hurt anyone. In fact, he saved everyone who puts their faith and trust in him. So mm. we can trust him for detox, and that is also the premise of the book, is the, the solutions ultimately are spiritual ones. And yeah. we have good news, very good news on that front. Excellent. That's great. Well, look, you might have some questions for Brad this morning. You can call through on 1-800-316-316. Maybe some of the things he's just mentioned sort of raises some questions or you want a bit more information on one of those points. Uh, call through 1-800-316-316. We have got a couple of resources that Heather's brought in from the store that uh, Brad has produced, the digital cocaine DVD and a dark sort of technology DVD as well uh, that uh, has a lot of this uh, yeah, research and information on it. Uh, so call through and uh, we'll uh, randomly select some uh, callers to uh, take those uh, resources and uh, we'll be happy to send them to you. 1-800-316-316 is the number to call. With your questions for Brad Huddleston this morning. Across Australia, this is Rise and Shine with Robbo and Becky on Vision. And we've got the wonderful Brad Huddleston joining us uh, <laughs> on the line this morning. Thanks so much for taking the time out, Brad. Oh, listen, my time is yours. I will serve you guys anytime you ask me to. Thank you. Uh, we well, we do you. appreciate you spending an hour with us and taking uh, your calls as well. Uh, we've uh, got some calls coming in on 1-800-316-316. Mary's called up. With a question for Brad, what did you want to ask? I just wanted a question for Brad, was it? Yep. Um, about screen time and cutting that back uh, for six weeks. What if uh, my work requires me to use a phone? You know, Mary, that is everyone's dilemma, isn't it? What I recommend that people do is find a, a time when you're on holiday. And start there. In about 21 days, which is three weeks, people see fantastic results. They need to continue on past that so the brain can fully reset. But I I would even go so far as to say if it's really bad and you're having anger issues, depression issues, and you know it's related to social media and all those things, even work, um, talk to the boss and see if you can't do something offline for, for a while and incorporate that perhaps with your scheduled holiday. If you have days that you've accumulated, it would be well worth taking a holiday and be tech-free. So you, you have to plan it. and It's nothing you can jump into unless you hit rock bottom. But plan it and, and talk to the boss. And, you know, you might even the boss might even agree and say, you know what, I should probably join you. <laughs> I 
Thanks a lot, guys. Good on you, Mary. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Mary. Hey, just, just before you go, Mary, we'll grab your details and we'll send you one of these uh, DVDs in the mail as well. Oh, thank you so much. No worries. You just stay on the line and I'll get your ad- address. All right, love, bye. You can call through with a question as well on 1-800-316-316. We've got uh, Brad with us for another 20 minutes or so this morning. So call through 1-800-316-316. I guess, Brad, it's a, it is a challenge, isn't it? I mean, we've just been talking about the fact that we're doing school online, we're working from home, we've got to you know, be accessing a screen, we're doing video chats, and then you're saying, well, just turn it all off for six weeks. I mean, that's a, a, a huge <laughs> challenge, isn't it? Well, when people come down with COVID or if they come down with the flu or if they come down with any other you know, illness, we don't think twice about mm-hmm. doing what we have to do to get well. And this is truly a sickness. Uh, I'm not trying to scare folks, but it truly is. Uh, Again, I go back to the neurobiology, uh, the brain scans, which the fMRI brain scans or spec scans and uh, and other scanning technologies can clearly, clearly show what is happening in these areas of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, the nucleus accumbens, where they've been so affected just like a drug. And so you have to think about this properly. You know, the Scripture says that uh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you Mm. think about this correctly, you can fix this problem. And you just basically think of it as as a temporary, you know, illness, uh, much like if you accidentally scratch yourself or cut yourself, you may have to get stitches. Well, no one has set out to get addicted to their technology. But the fact is, they've accidentally done it. Now you're going to have to get some stitches. But it's not all bad. The brain will reset. There will come a point where some irreparable damage perhaps could happen. So the earlier you catch it, the better. But some of the, the problems, the reason why these numbers are so high, what's been discovered during the pandemic is that children, and it's really not going to come as a big surprise, but students, when they're left to themselves in their Zoom classrooms, their prefrontal cortex, that little area right behind the forehead, is not, that's where impulse control happens and self-regulation. It's not fully developed, so they cannot manage their own time. They have to have someone, an adult, whose brain is fully developed to manage the time for them. They're certainly not self-motivated unless it's entertainment. Mm. So you leave them in, in, in isolation. They are just not going to be self-motivated. Now, look, there are always exceptions to this, but we're talking about numbers here, and the bulk of the kids are kids. And so the computer literacy, some kids are very cluey when it comes to surfing the web and getting in trouble, but not so much when it comes to... PDFs and the things that are academic. Uh, They don't spend much time in their computer literacy on that. Those are the things you don't typically get addicted to that's a great use of technology. Mm. And so technical issues in in the developing countries, which I speak a lot in developing countries, as you know, that you have bandwidth issues there. And then you have updated computer issues there. They just don't have, they have computers, of course. They have mobile phones, but they don't have the latest and greatest. And some of the education software is built on some pretty elaborate uh, platforms. It's actually fantastic, but so so the third world discovered some some issues there. But all that said, you know when when you talk about time management, no self motivation, all of that sort of thing, a lack of interaction where you have a human there to guide that little underdeveloped prefrontal cortex, we've just gotten into an absolute mess. And that's why you're seeing the push to get back into the mm. to the physical classroom. Australia has been leading the way on getting 
kids back into the to the classroom, um, which is which is really good. Uh, but we we really need to deal with this. And if we're going to continue to use these platforms, a lot of research needs to go into this. And particularly now, I'm thinking and and predicting, I should say. That more human interaction on the back ends, parents having to hire people uh, mm-hmm. to come in and just make their kids, uh, you know, monotask, stay on the one thing. Mm-hmm. So we, we've it's not been solved is what I'm saying in the business world, nor in the education world. Yeah, interesting. Wow. Well, we are taking your calls this morning. 1-800-316-316. We've got to, about 20 more minutes to uh, spend with Brad. So call through with your questions. Connecting faith to life. Rise and shine with Robbo and Becky on Vision. It's been so good having Brad Huddleston with us uh, over this last hour and getting uh, some calls coming through on 1-800-316-316. Time for just a couple more before we run out of time with Brad. Tess has given us a call from WA. What's your question for Brad, Tess? Okay, Brad, what would you recommend when you're just starting out? As far as, um, obviously you want to have balance, everything in moderation and balance, but, you know, I've got a four-year-old and a baby, and they, thankfully, I'm sort of starting on a blank canvas, because, I mean, we're too busy getting out and doing this and that to even watch TV, you know, not that I'm anti-TV, but there's not much good on there at the moment anyway, so, but what would you recommend, like, I'm reluctant to give them an iPhone, because I heard a program on your show vision that said from the iPhone makers they don't even give their kids mm. well when they had their kids yeah, they didn't right. even give their kids an iPhone so something like that guidance uh, for someone just starting out with kids to keep it without being addictive you know well you've already hit the nail on the head I always refer to those uh, tech managers out in Silicon Valley in California they send their kids to non-tech schools they're called Waldorf Steiner and those schools do not allow any technology into the classroom until they're between the ages of 12 and 14 and they agree not to have it at home as well so they do introduce it but they wait and the reason is simple Uh, the brain is uh, when they're that young is going through some really intense uh, developing uh, development state developmental stages and the brain at those stages needs analog or non-digital in other words it needs to be slow it needs to be uh, where the creative side of the brain for example is developing so it wants a sandbox it wants a tree to climb it wants various uh, exploration and when you're just watching animations even though it's under the guise of education the brain the, the creative part of the brain does not kick in to solve problems creativity is all about problem solving so what you want to do is put a kid out in the backyard and let them figure out how to entertain themselves rather than get the entertainment from a screen. And so I, to just to be perfectly honest with you, I would take the advice uh, and the modeling of those guys who actually make all this stuff that we use. They don't allow their kids, not all of them, but many of them, large numbers of them don't allow their kids to have any technology until they're somewhere between 12 and 14 and so limit doesn't work i mean uh, giving a child just a little bit of cocaine is still not okay uh just a little bit of heroin is not okay and i know that sounds harsh but i uh, come back to those brain scans that's what they're compared to and that's why we called my book digital cocaine it was based on those comparative scans Mm. and so we love these little kids we care about them and we wouldn't do anything to harm them 
And unfortunately, the screens have great potential to harm them early. So coloring books, card games, board games, dominoes, face-to-face with human beings. Uh, all that's Yes, all that sort of stuff is, is very crucial to, the, to their brain development. Keep them off of the screens until later. I didn't say forever, but until later. Mm. Okay, yeah. good point. so good. Thanks so much for your call, Tess. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Kate's called up. On one 316 what's your question for Brad, Kate? Um, I was just wondering, basically, with the digital detox side of things, I did hear a lady ask about um, doing it at work, but I was just wondering, literally, how does that work logistically in everyday life? Not so much at the workplace, but I mean, without being contactable via email as a parent, missing emails from school, missing important things and notifications, so much of it's done online. Um, how does that work for you know parents outside of the workplace and also for children? Because I mean I know it's important, like Brad said, you know it's, we as parents have to take that responsibility. But how does that work in our, an, our, an everyday life with mm. communication right. and things needing to be updated? Yeah. Well, how do you respond, well, Kate, to that, Brad? That is. Well, Kate, that that is a very good question, and that's what my book, the, the one that's coming up, is trying to address. It, those answers are pretty easy in Asia because they have detox facilities, and just like uh, anyone who would have a drug problem, it's understood that you're going to be out of commission for X amount of time, four to six weeks. In the West, where Australia, New Zealand, America, uh, South Africa, Western cultures anyway, it's not, you just don't have access to a center. So there, everyone wants to resort to balance. You know, how will you do that? So you basically have two choices. You can plan it where you really have to do some serious planning. And I recommended earlier to another caller around holidays take your days off that you've accumulated and use that as a detox um, but it, it's going to require an enormous amount of planning and discipline and, and as a Christian and as a Christian minister I would also say you have a heavenly father who has told us to look after ourselves because our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit if we ask him we receive from him if we need wisdom he gives it generously and he does not find fault with us the scripture says And so God will give you those answers for you, your children, but it's messy to be cut off. So planning, getting other people to field your calls, getting other people to come to you to take the calls. Uh, Hopefully they're not addicted or you're not contributing to theirs, but you get them to come with you to, to you and verbally tell you what's going on and they handle things for you. You might have to hire someone or have a good friend. So you're just going to have to do whatever it takes. And for me, I, when I did it, I just, cut myself off for a while and I remember somebody even came to my porch and said I can't get in touch with you and I thought to myself well it's working um, <laughs> but I was polite to them and and you know it was difficult but listen I've been on both sides I've been horribly addicted that's why I hope I have a bit of compassion in my tone and I've also uh, been free and I'll tell you whatever you have to do to pay that price to get free pay it mm, great mm. point Well, thanks so much for the call, Kate. It's uh, some really good points you raised, but uh, I guess it's something worth wrestling with. Um, Kate, we'll give you the uh, Dark Side of Technology DVD, so stay on the line and I'll get your details. Oh, thanks so much, Becky. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Brad, too. You're welcome, Kate. Thank you. Some great uh, questions coming in and wonderful responses from Brad. Uh, Certainly there is a a tone of uh, compassion in your voice because, I mean, obviously, Mm, uh, you know, it's not an easy thing to wrestle with, but... Uh, worthwhile considering. Uh, we've got to, we've run out of time. We can't take any more calls this morning. But Brad, just want to say again, thank you uh, for your wonderful support 
uh, and and your uh, your time this morning. It's been so good uh, spending some time with you. Now, look, guys, thank you so much. I, I do miss you so much, and I I, miss you. I need this fellowship. I, I feel like I'm, you know, so cut off from our. We, some of our closest friends are outside of this country, and mm. some of them are here in this country. But you guys are in that category of really close. And uh, thank you for continuing to stay in touch with me and allow me to come on and ramble on about these yeah. things I'm passionate about. That's uh, so it's, good. It's so we important. Love so. Uh, yeah, thanks for being a part of our program this morning. Uh, BradHuddleston.com is where you can go uh, to get some more uh, resources and some more insight into uh, some of the things that Brad's been talking about this morning. That's BradHuddleston.com. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.